and welcome to the Celtics Reddit podcast. We're here live with round three of the Celtics Reddit podcast trivia bonanza. We've got a great one for you today. I'm here with my beautiful, beautiful co-host, Ben Vallis. Ben, how you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm uh, producing this one. I've just let our contestants into the room as well, and uh, we're excited to get going. Usually, I prefer my lovely assistants to show a little more skin, but you know we'll be okay this time, Ben. <laughs> I've got I've got two awesome contestants for you, uh, a rare contributor to the pod, and frankly, he and I and Celtics J did a pod earlier this year when the Celtics were at their worst about the worst Celtics seasons of all time. Nobody listened to it because we were doing terrible. That's user Parsnip Pizza. Parsnip, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm ignoring the fact that the previous trivia contradicted me when I said that Red made the uh, Ben McAdoo trade. I and I am I am wallowing, wallowing in my sadness over getting that wrong. <laughs> that, you know that's a crime you may go to jail for, honestly. Uh, and also going against Parsnip in what will surely be a death match uh, to the death, obviously, is a fellow contributor to the pod, Squim Jim. How you doing, Squim? Um, I'm doing pretty great. I already have uh, my questions loaded up for the next round because I I fully expect Parsnip to get me on this. <laughs> uh, well, come on, man. A little confidence. Uh, right? no, no. I just was comparing the questions that I had and the questions that he had. And I'm like, uh oh, I might be out of my element. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Joe will probably beat all of us. So uh, no <laughs> big deal. Uh, anyway, let me go through the, uh, the ground rules here before we get started. So if you've been watching, you probably know we've got five rounds, five questions per round, except for the vaunted fifth round, the Phil Pressy speed round. So in the first four rounds, correct answers are worth one point. In the pressy speed round, correct answers are worth two points. And there will be sporadic bonus questions throughout because we just like to throw random shit at the wall, see what happens. So before we get started, before we get this underway, gentlemen, I need to test your buzzers so we know what they sound like. So Parsnip, if you could do it first, please. Was that uh, good enough? My wife says I have a wimpy car horn, and that is exactly (laughs) what it sounds like. So, Squim Jim, your buzzer, please. Perfect. All right. Uh, So let's get underway, fellas. We got round one, the 2021-2022 Celtics. You should all be familiar with these. And before I jump into the question, buzz in. You will see the question. If you read it quicker than I read it, which you inevitably will, buzz in. I'm going to finish reading the question before you answer, though. All right. So ground rules are laid. Gentlemen, question number one. Robert Williams recorded his first and only triple-double this season. What team did he do it against? Parsnip. Uh, I'm going to say Orlando. That is incorrect. I don't even. Okay, I, I'll give you a hint. I, I, I'll say the the Hawks. Incorrect. Let me give you a hint. He did it in the game that many people say turned our season around at the end of December. Parsnip. Washington. Incorrect. Ah. It was around New Year's Eve, if that helps. Yes, December thirty first. Western Conference foe. 
a very good Western Conference team. Jason Tatum did not play. The Warriors? Last, you each get one last guess. Parsnip, I'll go to you first. Close oh, to the God. Very See, close. Get, you're throwing me off because in my brain, the game that I have is the turnaround was the game that Smart came back to because that was the game after we lost to Minnesota, I think, where we lost to a G League team. Mm-hmm. And then the next game, Marcus came back and Jason put a 50 and they went on that run. But now I'm trying to go through my head and go like, who did we play in late December? So what's one more clue we can throw at this booty? Yeah. Uh, Oh, wait, what is the one more clue? I don't don't know. I was going to just come up with one on the spot. I I might, I think you ever, I think I'm just going to have to make a guess here. Their uh, Uh, their best player finished in the top five of MVP voting. Mavericks. Uh, no, I I figured we would have we would have been crushed by Dallas at that point. Uh, oh God! But now I'm running through the West, Western Conference playoffs in my head. I screw it, Phoenix. That is correct. That, the Phoenix that, Suns. December he triple doubled in that game. He I remember doubled we, in that game. Indeed. I remember. I'm remembering that game because that game was such a release valve of ev- everything around it. Yes, yes. So, okay. Question number two. How many times did Jason Jason Tatum record double-digit assists this season? Parsnip. 20? Incorrect. Way lower. 11. Incorrect. Lower. Five? Incorrect. Let me tell you, the playoffs do not count. Okay, regular season. I'm uh, sorry, because Jason Tatum was definitely lighting him up with double-digit assists in the playoffs. He was. He had more in the playoffs than he had in the regular season. Oh, I was sarcastic. Oh my god. Yes. (laughs) Three. Incorrect. So then I get one more guess, right? And then we'll sure we're washed out. Uh, seven. Incorrect. Lower. Lower than three. Oh, wow. Oh, dang. None. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> ah! Squib Jim, last guess. Oh, man, I got 50-50 now. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, we're going to say we're gonna say one then. Wow. That is correct. One time. Oh, Lots of seven, eight, and nines. Only had double-digit assists once, and I believe he recorded a triple-double in that game as well. And I think that's his only career triple-double as well for the regular season. So wow. bonus question. These are worth two points. That worth was my two points. I'm sorry. Thank you, Ben. Against which team did he notch 10 plus assists? And I will say it's an Eastern conference foe. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was quiet. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Parsnip. My fault. Uh, Indiana. Incorrect. Uh, was it the Nets? Incorrect. Uh, much hated Atlantic Division team, though. Oh, man, there's so many that I dislike. In the Parsnip, I know, yeah. Toronto? <laughs> that is correct. Ah, yeah. I, I, I hate to say it, there's, on, there's only one team north of us in that division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that gives it away a little bit. I almost said vaccine issues because, like, that could Ooh. be the Knicks. Oh, yeah, that's Toronto. a good point. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. 
Next we'll get question. one of these first try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all right. These are tough. I know. Uh, some loser named Wayne Spoonie came up with these. So. Oh, I remember. I remember. I remember that same loser telling me to calm down when I wanted to fire Ema Ten Games. In. <laughs> Sometimes I'm right. Often I am not. But that time I think I nailed it. All right. Question number three: What team did Jalen Brown score fifty points against this season? Oh man. <clears throat> Parsnip. Would that have been Orlando? That is correct. Yeah. Orlando Magic. You mixed it up on the previous question. You said Tatum dropped 50 on the Magic. It was actually Jalen Brown in overtime game. So Tatum, I think, was out with COVID for that stretch. Was that was that the game where it was was it smart they got a steal on Wagner while they were down like two or three and they tied the game? We and had was, no reason like there was we were going to lose that game. We that was that was yeah. that was the next worst loss of the season loss. <laughs> uh, Jake, our guy, Jake says on your parsnip, which I believe is an Australian term for good stuff. I don't know. But on you, mate. Anyway. Like, good on you. Good on you. Good, mate. Uh, there we go. There <laughs> go. I need my Australian translator over here. Um, OK, so question number four. A total of 28 players suited up for the Celtics in 2021-22 season. Three of them tied for the fewest overall minutes played. And Parsnip, I got you. Name two of those three players. Joe Johnson and Jabari Parker. That is incorrect. You got one out of two. <laughs> Swim Jim. Um... One of oh, these I'm, is such a deep cut. If I didn't <laughs> like such a deep cut, I'm going to say Jabari Parker and Juwan Morgan. Incorrect. Should we establish the one that was correct was Joe? Johnson? None of those were correct. So one of them is was, Joe Johnson. Okay. Cause that was that, that was that period of time where everybody was yeah, out and they had to, they had to get a guy from a semi pro league. Yeah, Joe there's had the really, most. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Ben. There's one really obvious clue we could give Spoonie. I'll, I'll, I'll let, leave it to you to decide, but it, it involves this player's sort of future involvement in the team from yes. from the perspective of this period of time. I'll say this: he was on the summer league team. There you go. <laughs> the the only the only he person started could... on the summer league. He team, started. I think. Oh no. Hey. That, I may be wrong. He at least started a few games. I think he did. Absolutely. Yeah. He started a few games for the G, for the for the summer league too. I believe he was originally a lottery pick as well. He was indeed a, by the yeah, Kings. I think. Pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. Parsnip. Uh, no, I had the wrong player there, but I have to guess anyway. Uh, <laughs> Nick King's lottery picks. Uh, Tom, no, Thomas Robinson. It's wrong. No, that is incorrect. <laughs> I would have loved if we gave Thomas Robinson another yeah, run for his money. He could be rebound at Kansas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I swear I watched the end, the Celtics this season. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, dude. Trivia is tough I, when you're yeah, on. Yeah. on These are deep on, cuts. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'll be honest. I feel proud of myself because I got Joe Johnson. I remembered that. Yep. We'll give you the point if you guys can't find this and a couple more guesses here. Pressures on Squim to come up with the second name to claim the point. His his first name starts with the same letter as his last name. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, no, I'm Jim. Get an answer off. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was wrong <laughs> okay. anyway. I was wrong okay. anyway. Right. Um, no, I, 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 I'm drawing a blank. I'm. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll throw in the towel. I'll Romeo Langford. There we go. <laughs> See, when you said Kings pick, I was like Romeo Langford. Oh wait, no, he's the guy we got for the Kings pick. Correct. He's not a Kings yeah. pick. And then my other wrong answer was going to be Nick Stauskas, but he's not alliterative. Okay, are we just conceding on this um, one? Yeah, I think I'll it's con- no points awarded. Maybe Justin Jackson. Oh, <laughs> Jackson and Joe Johnson and CJ Miles, which is like the deepest cut of all wait, time. Raptor wait, legend. Can I? It was Justin Jackson. That's the guy who didn't who skimped on the workout for the Celtics, and we took That's Jason Tatum. Josh right? Jackson. That's Josh Jackson. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, a liter- liter- alliterative JJ bought, drafted by the Kings. <laughs> good pull. Good yeah, pull. <laughs> but a good pull. All right. So no, so no one got the point. No points. No points. Awarded. No points earned there. Yeah, none awarded. All right. Question okay. number five. Recently departed Celtic Nick Stauskas possesses the unique nick- nickname Sauce Castillo. How is this name bestowed upon him? Also a deep cut. This yes. predates. This predates me. I can't even think of a hint for this, Spoonie. It's way too specific. The hint I will give you is that it involved a production mistake in a broadcast of a game. I don't know. It's... Go ahead, Scrim Jim. Um, it was it was the closed captioning. Correct was incorrect, and it and it read as Sauce Castillo. That is correct. Nailed it. All right, so gentlemen. That is the end of round one. Um, well done, kind of. <laughs> we, we've been we've been we've been exposed. I think we've been exposed as box score readers. Oh no! I, get- I, I, watched, I watched the games. On a scrim gym, literally watched a summer league game in which Justin Jackson was heavily featured on our playback. So I can't attest he was there. Um, all right, Ben. What what do we got for the scores? So we've got Parsnip Pizza in the lead, four to two. I think having correctly answered a bonus question in that round yes. is what sort of shot him ahead there. So four to two is the the current tally. But again, basically none generous. Of, yeah, <laughs> none of this matters because the pressy round you can just basically yeah. get more right. than the other guy, even if you answer no questions. All right, like, I, did, one I, I handed I handed <laughs> Wayne five New England questions in a row, and it still came right down to it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's the magic of the pressy speed round. All right, <laughs> round two. This one is Celtics buzzer beaters, courtesy of our fellow co-host Jackson, aka Rick Man Lives, and what we're gonna do here um, is Ben. I believe you're gonna run audio or video clips, audio, audio, audio clips of a buzzer beater with the names bleeped out. Shout out to Ben for putting this together. If you can name the player, you get a point, and if you get either the year or the opponent. You also get a point. So, question one. Anderson, the big guy on the inbounds pass. Wallace looking, looking. Loops it in. The gets a shot off. Got it! Knocks down a three! Man, look at it. It's the corner away from us. Parsnip Pizza. 
So Gerald Wallace, that I'm pretty sure that's Gerald Wallace as a as a tip off. And all I know about that, my only guess from that era would be Jeff Green against Miami in 20. 20- Oh, <laughs> that is correct. Two, Two points that's, to parsnip. Very I remember good, that. man. That's, that's the one everybody kept playing for like, oh, Jeff Green had a decent career in Boston. Like, <laughs> and he had Jeff. like 48 against the Heat one time. Or that he was, was a, that game. He got us Jay Crowder. No. Like we we wasted the Mavericks pick on on the, the Dancing Bear, but we got Jay Crowder in that trade. So, yeah. I will say I would be terrible at these. I don't, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, my brain does not connect the audio, except for there's one very particular shot uh, by a certain Celtics legend that I know the audio for. But other than that, I find these really difficult. Anyway, I, I will I will say this because uh, we have been very humble this podcast. I will say this right now. I'm giving myself five dollars if a shot I think is coming shows up. <laughs> all right we'll try, to, we'll try and help fund that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll then mow you a buck all right question no, number no, no. two <laughs> all right here's gets it in the a runner got it ball game's over boston wins no he gave right, us a different look. look he gave us something different this time instead of taking the fall away out of bounds he penetrates to the hoop up a nice little pumpkin and it just drops in as the clock time expires tough one this is going back a little bit not the modern era Uh uh-oh we can run it again if necessary i I will say you know maybe i was a little overzealous i also bleeped out the inbounder of the ball in this particular (laughs) clip (laughs) uh wait Buzzer. In that, oh, would that be? Would would that? No, crap. I'm just gonna say Paul Pierce. Older than that, pre two thousands. Yeah, I think even listening to like the quality of the audio should help to eliminate some future decades. I can take one more. I mean, it's up to it, Jim as well, but I, I could take one more. But I, Squim oh. Jim, you got anything for us? Um, uh, <laughs> all, uh, all I can think of is there's, there were so many bleeps. I'm going to say Larry Bird. <laughs> that is and correct. I, I got it. I, I just saw it on the thing. So, <laughs> but I will be honest and say, I did not know the team. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a point for squim Jim. Ben did that to me last round. So, you know, I get one, I get one. All I could think of is like, it's, it's a runner. So it's like, and they're talking about fall away. So this is, this has to be old that nobody's like, got to take a three. All I could think of was like Dennis laying it up against the Pistons, but that was a steal. So, yeah, Dennis and- was the inbounder, if that's any help. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After the fact. Yeah. It would have right. narrowed it down to 1986 to 1990. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number three. It's Telfair. Now to four. Now to three. Checks the clock. Two. One. For the win. It's over. At the buzzer. And a bad loss for the Nets. Like I said, Mob, a proven score in You switch and put Jason Kidd on a smaller defender. Richard Jefferson has done an outstanding job. Wow, is that what Marv sounded like when he was coherent? Yeah, yes. he was great back in the day. 
We're playing the Nets. And it's, uh, tail it's, fares on the team. That, that was my reaction. <laughs> Marv Albert in his late prime, I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He still was doing it. On the come up, well, I guess, and, back and from his controversy. Scorer, and I heard the name Richard Jefferson. So I'm going to say Antoine Walker. That is incorrect. Oh, oh wait, no, Sebastian Telfair. Oh, was... <laughs> it's too late, yeah. Got to buzz in, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Parsnip. Uh, Rondo? Incorrect. He's talking about a bigger score, and Rondo's like, six nothing. Grim Jim. Pierce. That is correct. Ah. You know the team? Well, the team was given away. It was the Nets. Can yeah. you give us the year? Um, oh, no, sorry about that. <laughs> I will say... Um. Oh gosh. Uh, two thousand. And the right millennium. Yep. Four. Incorrect. Ah. Can I get a shot of the year? <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's got to be Squim Jim. Yeah, you no. got it right. Two thousand and six, uh, December game, very important. I'm pretty sure we were absolutely terrible in 06, 07. We did not I, win. We did not win many games. So. I believe we we talked about it, as I recall. We did, we did indeed. Um, all righty, gentlemen. Question number four. Probably go to Cowan, getting him the ball and possibly getting it over. The But you never know when there's so much pressure out here. John might be forced, as we saw the last time, he couldn't even find anyone open and threw the ball away. He might be forced into getting into just someone open, and that person's going to have to take it on his own. And then the Celtics will have it out of bounds. Here is shot. Short. Wicks. Julius was there. Back up. Oh, it's good. Oh, good. Came back up. Put it in. The Celtics have won game one. Boston has. Squim Jim. I am going to say, I'm going to say, oh, I think it was it, I don't know. What, Robert Parrish against the 76ers. Parsnip. Uh, I'm, I, all I'm thinking of is him saying Cowens. All I can think of is, um, I'm, I'll just I'll just say like John Havlicek against the Phoenix Suns in 1976. Incorrect. You guys are right in the right. You're sniffing around it very closely. If anyone gets this, I'll be really impressed. Like, yes, I, I would never this get this in a thousand. Incredibly years. hard. The only reason I may get it is because me and Jake said this guy's name like 30 times in our, in our trivia oh, round. Great hit. Yeah, yeah great <laughs> hit. God. So some hints, some additional hints. It's in 1977. Yeah, so Squim Jim, you did have the year right. So if you get the guy right, we'll give you two points. Making them, making the rules up as I go, Ben. <laughs> so I said the or, I'm sorry, you got the team. You got the team right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, like, oh okay. The player's surname is a color. And a current Celtic. 
First name, two syllables that repeat same <laughs> syllable when I was the other. Jojo White. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, that is correct. I'll give so you just, both a point. Give you both a point. That's I'll, take I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Who's my only? My only thing is I don't know who Julius is. Oh, is that that has to be Jay then? Probably right. Doctor J, man, Doctor J, you I am, I'm very amused. So it's Dave Cowens and Jojo White and Julius uh, Irving. But you heard right at the end of that, Joe Joe Crawford's going to take a look at it. So <laughs> the true Hall of Fame mogul, Joey Crawford. Yeah, he was refing <laughs> until like 2015, which is absurd. Ever. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen, the last one of our buzzer beater round. Thanks again to Jackson for all these questions. Here we go. Question quick decision. On this play, one point game. Brown into <laughs> gonna take it. Boston wins. Twenty-two points, ten rebounds, five assists. Mister, do everything. Offensively, carrying the load, running multiple positions. Defensively, doing it all. Is it? Parsnip, yeah. Sorry, that was too would loud. That be, I couldn't hear you. Would that be? Uh, would that be Avery Bradley against the Cleveland Cavaliers in Game Three in twenty seventeen? Incorrect. I owe you guys five dollars. <laughs> Do you have answer for it? Either of you, buzz in. I'm gonna say Al Horford. That is correct. Can you name the team or the year? Um, for some reason, I want to say, I want to say it was the Bucks. Incorrect. Al Horford versus the Trailblazers in 2018. Okay. Yeah. That's oh, all right, that hurts. Gentlemen, we that are now... At the end of round two, I think those were very difficult. You guys did great. Um, that, that was great, Eddie. Great audio work there. Great job. <laughs> yeah, awesome idea from Jackson. It was really cool. Yeah, ben, what's it was our, good. It what's was the good. official count? The score count uh, after round two, we've got on my little piece of paper here: uh, Parsnip Pizza seven, Squim Jim six. All right, the one possession comeback. game. Yeah, the one, one the possession. one shot I, I, I the one shot I thought was coming was one of the two Avery Bradley buzzers against the Cavs, either the regular season one or the playoff one. Well, well if yeah. you make it to the next round, we might revisit this uh, this kind of category. We might <laughs> see that one in uh, in the grand final. You might owe yourself five bucks here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All righty, round three, gentlemen. The 1990s, a.k.a. the Forgotten Era. All righty, question number one. Only four Celtics have ever appeared in the dunk contest. Two are in the 2000 parsnip. Uh, two are in the 2000s, Gerald Green, Ricky Davis, and two are in the 90s. Name both Celtics to appear in the dunk contest in the 1990s. I got it. I got to get the other one. That's the yeah. hard one. I got to get the, the other one. one. <laughs> oh, God. Um, D. Brown and Reggie Lewis. Ooh. Incorrect. Partially correct. Partially correct. Well, I, I'm pretty sure. Well, I guess I'll buzz in. Got a buzz. <laughs> My phone keeps. I know. Yeah, that kept happening to me. <laughs> He's All right. Jim. Well, I, I'm pretty sure the correct one is is D Brown, mm-hmm. and yes. the other one. 
is oh boy um oh i don't have a i don't have a guess for the other one <laughs> um i'll give you a hint his last name is a profession it's very popular in my home state of west virginia <laughs> It's also a musical key, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. <laughs> All right, I, I don't. All right, we're giving up, fellas. I, I know, I, I can't think of any player named Minor. <laughs> All right, we'll give it to you because it is D Brown and Greg Minor who yeah. that is such a deep cut. Yeah, so we'll give you a point there, Parsnip, uh, for getting the D Brown and then saying Minor. <laughs> it was very funny. I yeah. I was fortunate enough to go to you know they did the decades games and it was like oh we're gonna do a big celebration. I went to the '90s game, which was very funny because I was like, so who do they bring in? Like, who do they bring in for, like, yeah. this very sad decade? And it, and it ended up being D. Brown, and there was a, a big Celtics welcome to D. Brown because he had a good he had a good career. He just – I mean, that's that's the highlight of his career, which is kind of a bummer for players sometimes. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Uh, all right, question number two. Well, what is the – fir- uh, oh, we, we have a clip here, sorry, very quickly, for, the, uh, for yeah. the dunk contest aficionados uh, who yes. are interested in seeing Greg Miner uh, throw down some dunks in a Celtics uniform. Oh, God. <laughs> Greg Miner of the Boston Celtics. Oh, oh my goodness. Now that had some hop. That was impressive, Reggie. Not one guy thought that this guy would win it of the people I talked with, but that is pretty impressive. That first time. Michael Finley and then Brent Barry will go last. Very solid dunk, but nothing spectacular. I love I love the way that the way it lead it led out on that one was very much how I was feeling like D like that's a good dunk for that era like the no yes. look dunk but that, that was pretty good but nothing impressive yeah, yeah. compared <laughs> to the shit they're doing nowadays no absolutely not like hey, Greg Miner had some hops though huh the 90s the 90s is a dark time for the Celtics and the late 90s was a dark time for the dunk contest yes that's <laughs> for sure and then Vince Carter saved it um, all right, question number two. What is the furthest the Celtics made it into the playoffs in the 1990s? What round? Parsnip. Uh, second round in 1990? That is correct. Because that, that would have been... Oh, there you go. Okay. Was 90, 91 was the year where it's the last great bird moment where he smashes his face against the parquet, comes back in, and they beat the Pacers, right? Does that sound uh, yeah. right? I think yes, I think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> so okay. Anyway, question number three. Uh, you'll... 
This question is a, who am I? I was born in Boston. I was a four-year basketball starter at Xavier and Brothers High School in Westwood, Massachusetts, where I tallied 1,821 points, including a record 57 points in a tournament game against Needham. I played college hoops at BC, where my number three is now retired. I began my professional career in 1989 when I was selected in the first round of the NBA draft by the Seattle Supersonics with the 16th pick. After being traded to the Hornets and then immediately to the 76ers two days later, I finally signed with my hometown Celtics in 1995 and remained for five seasons as a role player alongside David Wesley and D. Brown and mentored young players such as Antoine Walker and Paul Pierce. In 04, after being out of the league for almost two years, I rejoined the Celtics toward the end of the 03-04 regular season, first as an assistant coach and then as a player. I'm now with Media Relations Department for the Celtics and serve as a basketball insider for uh, New England Sports Network, a.k.a. Nesson, where I offer analysis and insight on the NBA on the show Nesson Daily. My nicknames are PC and the Human Dynamo. Who am I? I'm going to keep the music running here. How dare you imply that Nesson cares about basketball? I know, that's true. They absolutely do not. So many amazing hints. <laughs> no, I think I think Ben I think Ben's giving us I I'm kicking myself because it was when I was writing my questions I was trying to think of BC players who have played for the Celtics and that whole list has just vanished in my brain right now. That's what happens when you're on <laughs> trivia, man. <laughs> the moment gets to you. Yeah, it does. It's hard, especially the music playing. <laughs> angry angry out. strings. I don't know this player particularly well, Spoonie. So, I mean, I guess the the major hint to throw out there is that the category in this round is 90s players, which should help to sort of narrow the scope. He Um, was not bad, but he was not good. Point guard? Sort of like not, like kind of of parsnip. Data Barrows? Yes, that is correct. Oh, my God. Squim Jim, I'm sorry if you buzzed in. I didn't hear. I did not buzz in. I did not buzz in. All right. Yeah, that's correct. Dana Barros was the not bad, but not good. (laughs) Not bad, not good point guard. And I was remembering (laughs) our our segment on the, what was it, the 96, 97 Celtics. And I was like, who did I make fun of, but wasn't terrible? Like Barros (laughs) was like, Barros was a starter for those Seattle teams, I think. He was fine. He was fine. Um, All righty. Question number four. In Game 5 of the first round of the 91 playoffs, which Celtic led their team to a parsnip? Hold on, let me finish, but you're in. Led their team to a 124-121 victory against the Pacers despite breaking their cheekbone on the parquet floor. I'm such a fountain of knowledge, aren't I? That would be what I just called the last great Larry Bird moment. That would be Larry Bird. That is correct. And that's why me and Ben were kind of awkwardly laughing because we were like, shit. <laughs> I thought people were yeah. like, man, he's just going to throw everything out there, isn't he? No, it was two questions later. Uh, ben, I think you got a clip for us, though. Indeed. Uh, Indeed. Yes. Four and a half remaining in this first half. Is headed directly to the locker room for treatment. 
need a standing ovation. And here comes Larry Just got absolutely pummeled in that game. It's unbelievable. Yes. They broke his face and they tried to break his back immediately afterwards. <laughs> is that is that a what? I I don't know the music reference. Uh, so it's a Pixie song, literally called "I've Got a Broken Face," and just a pairing as good as you know red wine and steak, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Wayne, does that? If I didn't know a Pixie song, does that mean I have to commit UMass Seppuku? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very well, mate. I think you have to go to the top of one of the towers and jump off. But no, God, <laughs> Southwest. Uh, all right, gentlemen, we got a bonus question before we move on here. According to Basketball Reference, Larry Bird has four known nicknames: Larry Legend, the Hick from Saint Lick, the Great White Hope, and what? I will say I did not know this mm. nickname. couple of hints we could throw out all of which i think would immediately give it away yeah it's so i looked into the uh like why he was attributed this nickname and it was due to his sort of photographic memory kodak oh i okay so we've got a bit of a controversy here because i think parsnip might have beat you to the punch but squim jim i saw you pressing it and it not working so I, i'm gonna give it to you okay that is correct i was gonna say the human dictionary so i'll absolutely give it to him all right anyway yeah that's fine yeah so that's correct um but yeah i saw you pounding on it that happened to me a few times and Parsnip, thank you for being a man of honor and admitting you weren't going to say that anyway. So we're good. <laughs> Point for Squim Jim, and we're on to Two question points. five. Yeah, that's a big one. Two points. Um, question five. The Boston Garden sat vacant for three years before it was demolished in 1998. The site where the building once stood is now called the what? And that, Parsnip, I heard you buzz in. Uh, I was looking this up because I had to check the name of that place because that used to be a vacant. It was a vacant lot, and then they built it up. The hub on Causeway, right? That is correct. It's I'll, I'll I'll say this. It's it's gorgeous. It's absolutely an improvement over what it was in like 2010 to that when I went to my first game in like uh, the 2010s. Yeah, dude, having gone to a game recently, that whole area is just so awesome now. Uh, they've done a lot of work. The entrance to the garden is incredible. You used to basically get almost hop on a train before you could get to a Celtics game. And now it's like an experience going in. The it's one, really cool. the one downside I can think of is, and this nothing to do with the garden. All the bars on canal street are dead. The fours is gone. Uh, yeah. boss of beer works beer is gone. Works, it's basically just Sullivan's right. Yeah. And then there's one way over like past causeway. I think the greatest bar is still around. There's a few that are still kicking on, um, the fours closing. That sucked. That was, that was yes. a bummer. Uh, beer works was one of my favorite spots. I ran into Brad Marchand and Tyler Sagan there one time. Oh. And, you know, it's like, Hey, and they ignored us. Me and my, brother. <laughs> but, you know, I saw them like very close to me. So, um, all righty, gentlemen, that is the end of round three. Ben, what's our score? The score update. Parsnip Pizza streaking ahead a little bit in this one, uh, 12 to 8. So still a pretty close game. I'll call it a two-possession game. 
Um, so parsnip pizza, you know, um, really streaking ahead. But we've obviously got the parsnip pizza, uh, the parsnip pizza, the Phil Pressy <laughs> speed round coming up, where all correct answers are worth two points. So. Being a two-possession game, really, this is a, really as close as no. it can get. I think as close as it's ever been so far in this year's trivia round. So, very exciting stuff. All, all Jim has to do is get a layup, get me to commit a charge, and then make another layup. Yeah, that's right. Easy. Precisely. Mark that's smart. That's and then I <laughs> melt down and charge in front of, charge it to him in front of 40,000 people and then complain. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see that. I couldn't hear you, Squim. Uh, uh, you might be on mute, Squim. Yeah. We've lost you. We've lost your audio. Yeah, your mic's gone here. Alrighty. Well, you've got some technical difficulties. I'm going to let you guys know. Round four is about career stats leaders for the Celtics. So, basically... Can you hear me now? Questions. Yes. Yeah, now buddy. We, we got you. you. Um, <laughs> Clutch. <laughs> these are all about top 10 all-time statistical leaders just for the Celtics, not in the NBA, uh, unless noted otherwise. Okay, question number one. Five of the top ten all-time in Celtics three-point field goals made have played for the Celtics after the KG-Pierce trade. Name the two that are not currently on the roster. Parsnip. I'm going to say, so this is... This is the five. So this is post KG Pierce trade. Uh, correct. I'm going to say Isaiah Thomas and Avery Bradley. That is correct. Nice pull. Amazing. And for the record, the other three are the Jays and Marcus and Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. Cause All I think, right. I think, isn't it con- like reasonably Marcus could catch Ray Allen next year? Like something like that. Amazingly. Yes. So yes, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He will definitely beat him by the time of his self, by the time this contract's over and then some. He might be number one. <laughs> Shit. Uh, it's gonna right. be those three, probably. Yes, probably. Yeah. Oh, go Godzilla, baby. He got it. Thanks for joining us again, man. We appreciate you jumping in and getting on the chat. Um, all right. Question number two. There is one player on the current roster that is top 10 all time in defensive rebounding, so total rebounds, not rebounds per game, for the Celtics. Who is that player? Squim Jim. I'm going to say um, Al Horford. Incorrect. Parsnip. I'm going to say Marcus because seven, seven seasons. Incorrect. It is not a big man. It's not a center. I will say that. Parsnip. Jalen Brown? Incorrect. <laughs> Squim Jim. Jason Tatum. That is correct. Hey. It is Jason Tatum. I believe he is 10, huh. um, which was surprising to me. But if you think about it, he doesn't yeah. ever offensive rebound. So, um, you know, he's he, getting. He gets, he gets like eight a game, seven a game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he is a, he's a damn good rebounder for his position. And all of them are defensive rebounds. Uh, all righty. Question number three. There are four players who played for the Celtics after the year 2000 that are top 10 all-time in blocks for the Celtics. Name two. Two of them started together, and one is not a big man. Uh, 
Parsnip? I'm going to say Tony Allen and Kevin Garnett. That is incorrect. <clears throat> One of those is correct. Two of them played together. Three of them. Sorry, two of them started together. I guess three of them started together. I'm sorry. Uh, two of them, of them yeah, started together, together in the same front court is actually what I meant to type that hint as. Swim Jim. KG and Paul Pierce. That is correct. Any guess on the other two? Uh, I, I have to think. For no point. I have to think. I think Al probably has to be on there just by time. Nope. <laughs> it's Perk. Ah! And Tony Batiste, Tony baby. Batiste. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. Uh, the forgotten times. Swatting shots and losing games. Tony Batiste. Oh. <laughs> We've got All a right. three-point game here, fellas. This is getting yeah. pretty pretty spicy. Getting real close. Get, yeah, I, me- I meant to say they started together in the same front court, but really all three of them started in the same yeah. front court. So yeah. I'm an idiot. You got to remember that. Uh, and I wrote these <laughs> questions. So you're playing me oh. just as much as the game. All right. Well, well, in the the way the question was initially asked, it could have been Pierce and KG or Pierce and Perkins or Pierce and Batiste. <laughs> it's exactly what I meant to do. <laughs> yep, technically correct. <laughs> yeah. All That's of what? them played with Paul Pierce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Question number four. Robert Williams III currently leads the Celtics all time in eight statistical categories. Name three of them. Parsnip. Uh, okay. True shooting. Block percentage. And like blocks for 36. So, so close. Blocks per 36 is not one of the ones we have. He may lead them in that, but lead them in that, but that's not, this is all from basketball reference. They don't have that as a leaderboard. So, um, two of those. Well, sorry, go ahead. Squim Jim. Did you buzz in? Yeah. Well, true shooting percentage, he just leads the league, you know, in that. Um, and wait, currently leads this uh, all, all time. Well, true shooting percentage. And um, block percentage. And, oh, it's, I want to say it's like, well, there's eight of them. Correct. So. Um, we'll go with, um, oh man, this is huge. Uh, <laughs> this could yep. be huge for your score. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, leads the Celtics all time though. Um, shot clock is running down. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> 10. Yeah, we'll, we'll say uh, um i don't know to, to, total blocks but that's not right either incorrect the two you both have said are correct true shooting percentage and block percentage are are both correct it's going to be an advanced some advanced stat. rebounding per uh, uh um uh uh got to buzz um, in our yep. step <laughs> Offensive rebounding percentage? Incorrect. It's such I, a 
I, I would like to ask stats. if we can't get another one, do I get the point? We'll see. You guys, the, let me just say, people were very inefficient back in the day, right? So oh, of think course. about that. And there's another oh, effective. Oh, sorry. Did he go? Yeah. Effective no, 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 field no. goal percentage. That is correct. The other, it's a pretty ridiculous list. Field goal percentage. Field goal percentage. Two point field goal percentage. Yeah. Two shooting. Effective field goal percentage. Offensive rating on the uh, B-ball refs offensive rating, which is just basically true, shoot, true shooting percentage. Block percentage. Win shares per 48 and defensive block plus minus brian smith absolutely nailed it if you guys could see the comments Field he would have given it away i hope you're not yeah. looking at the comments well it's all yeah. there's a reason his true yeah. shooting percentage is so high yes exactly <laughs> that's what i was trying to get at is like well yeah true shooting's high and it's not like he's shooting threes right right yeah. right exactly yeah anyway all right so point for squim jim there uh question number five which four current celtics are in the top 10 celtics playoffs three-point made of all time parsnip i think i heard you buzz in Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, and Al Horford. That is correct. Very nice, man. Very nice. Yeah. Well, Uh, I couldn't think of who else it would be because everybody else, because so much change has happened and we turned Al into a three-point shooter, so... Yeah, and but sometimes your brain just like can't think of another name, really. So uh, we thought maybe a little trick question there, but you nailed it. Uh, that's a great poll. And so we are at the end of round four. Ben, score update. Score update. We've got Pasta Pizza on 14, Squim Jim on 11. It remains a three-point game, technically a one-possession game if you're a good outside shooter. Um, <laughs> and particularly going into the, the Phil Pressy speed round here, we're all correct answers oh. worth two points. Really, oh it's as a tie at this point. Yeah, anybody's game, anybody's game. So, gentlemen, are we ready for round five? The Phil Pressy speed round. Cue the Pixies. All right, gentlemen, we're going to try to move quickly on these. When you buzz in, try to give me an answer as soon as you can, and we'll just keep it moving here. That's the essence of Phil Pressy on the pick and roll and the Phil Pressy speed round. So question number one, which Celtics rookie earned an all-rookie first-team spot in 1999? Squim Jim. Uh, Antoine Walker. Incorrect. Oh, darn it. Parsnip. Paul Pierce. That is correct. I believe Tuan was 96 draft. Oh, uh, yep. It's <laughs> all right. Okay, moving on. Question number two. What is the most amount of Celtics to make an all-star team in a single year? Parsnip. I'll say four, and I'll say it was like 1986. That is correct. Four. 2011, 75, and 62. 2011 was actually surprising to me, but Rondo, Allen, Pierce, and KG. So T was pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. <laughs> All right. Question number three. Due to the injury of Rajon Rondo, which fringe player became the Celtics starting point guard at the beginning of the 2013-14 season? Parsnip. Freaking Jordan Crawford. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> that is correct. Which Croatian rookie Celtic big man made the all-rookie second team in 1994? Parsnip. Dino Rada. You butchered his name. It's Dino Raja, but yes, that's correct. (laughs) Yeah, you're younger than us. That's a name you've probably only read. (laughs) Uh, 
sadly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice pull, man. Question number five. Which Hall of Fame Celtic big man had the nicknames The Block Hole, The Black Hole, and Herman Munster? Swim Jim. Uh, Kevin McHale. That is correct. Nice, man. Nice pull. All right. Closing the gap a little bit with that one. Question number six. Grant Williams' father, Gilbert, was once a bodyguard for which famous musician? Parsnip. Uh, oh, oh, God. I, I knew this at one point. Um, we can't give you points for that. I'm no, I know that. I, I know. Uh, I'm going to say it's, I've completely forgotten. So I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Ornette Coleman. Incorrect. Wow. <laughs> I know. Yeah. What if that's a deep cut? <laughs> the shape of jazz to come? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If buzz in I, if you want to venture a guess. Um, I'm a sucker for avant garde. I, I, I honestly have no idea. So we're going to go with Paul McCartney. <laughs> Incorrect. Either of you can buzz in with another guest. You don't have to go in order. I will say Dave Chappelle as a hint. We might be aging ourselves here, Spoon. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I might know who he is, but I can't think of who it is I, right I, now. Honestly, I, I'm probably the same age as you guys, or yeah. I might even be older. <laughs> he used to go by a symbol. Oh! Parsnip. Prince! That is correct. Prince. The artist formerly known. I, that's right. I did know that. All-time Chappelle episode, too. Yes! Bathe yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Game yeah, <laughs> Game Lousers. Setting fruity picks. Anyway, all right, enough about Dave Chappelle. Computer blue. Sorry. <laughs> Question number seven. How many times has Al Horford been an all-star while playing for the Boston Celtics? I think Squim Jim was in. Uh, twice. Incorrect. Far step. Just the one in 2017, I think. That is correct, but it was 2018. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, all right, point to Parsnip there. Question number eight. We are on our way to the end of the Phil Pressy speed round here. Lewis Scott, played by Damon Wayans in the <laughs> Wayans in the American Cla- Cinema Classic Celtic Pride, plays for which NBA franchise? Parsnip. That'd be the Utah Jazz. That is correct. The Utah Jazz. Parsnip. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure a Celtics Jazz Finals would have one of the lowest ratings of all time. <laughs> it would certainly be and the anybody Jazz Finals would have the lowest ratings of all time. Ooh, uh, Parsnip kind of taking it away in overtime here, but uh, we got two more questions, and I will make the last question worth ten just to see what happens. I don't know what the score <laughs> is. Question number nine: Which MLB franchise did Danny Ainge play for before starting his NBA career? Parsnip, I believe I heard you. Oh shit! I. I want I want to say in in the light of Red Auerbach and Walter Brown and Tommy Heinsohn, I was about to say he was a second baseman for the Toronto Blue Jays. Ah, fuck! I'll I'll give it to you because that was my bad, but that I feel like is a pretty well known fact. So, and you've been honest before. That's my fault. Ben is never going to let me host this again. I can tell. <laughs> well, then I'll get to host and then I'll blow a question and then yeah. the cycle will continue. Yeah, that's, we, that's we won't give him bad. the 10 points. We won't give him the 10 points for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, question 10. This one's going to be worth 10 points here, fellas. I have no idea what the score is, but let's just see what happens. <laughs> question 10. The Celtics, lucky mas- the Celtics mascot Lucky Leprechaun has what unique attribute amongst all active NBA mascots? Grim Jim. He's the best. <laughs> That's not what we're looking for, oh. but it's... Pl- <laughs> <laughs> Parsnip. Uh, is he... 
is he like the only one playing basketball? That is incorrect. Thanks. Oh, Grim Jim. Is he the only one that's in like uh, uh, that's like a human that's like not in a costume? That is correct. He is the only <laughs> one that appears in human form. Uh, I think that Parsnip probably is all right. I will feel very bad if he loses because that was worth 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> I think he serves this win. I may take it back, Ben. What do we got? Speed round. <laughs> so even if we award the 10 points, uh, Parsnip still wins 32-23. Really? <laughs> Thirty-two. So okay. is the winner of this round. Well done, Pasta Pizza. No, the, the speed round. He he just crushed it in the speed oh, round. That's what can happen. And I got I got some uh, some of the easier ones on that one wrong too, and I so. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Trivia in this like instance live like this is very difficult. So gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. That's gonna wrap it up. We will have the grand finale coming up next week with myself, Joe and parsnip pizza jumping in so an unprecedented three player trivia bash for you round four next week sometime thank you all for being here with us have a good night we out